Blog Talk Radio. Greetings, and welcome to the Jewel Network Science Broadcast Frequency. The Jewel Network is a radio frequency of continuous streaming science, knowledge, and wisdom, which promotes and sustains the activation of present evolutionary process of immortality and the unfolding of the God Self within the evolutionary planetary society on planet Earth. The Jewel Network is committed to broadcasting the science of life and the science of living. By cultivating the mind of a scientist, you'll be enabled to extract the very best the current 21st century has to offer. You are listening to Deborah's Healing Kitchen with your host, author, speaker, and Miss culinary expert with Dr. Joel Pukum's EQ Medicine Professional Alliance, Miss Deborah Peak Haynes. Hello, welcome again to Deborah's Healing Kitchen. I am Deborah Peak Haynes, and I am so excited. I know I say this periodically, but I'm really excited because I have a wonderful person that has agreed to take time out of her very busy schedule and just let us get a little bit into her head. And this is really, really special because we have a fabulous woman, and I have to admit, she is a good friend. I know she'll be very nice to me during this interview, but I just want to say hello to Linda Clements, CEO of Sisterpreneur, she is a professional speaker and an expert in sales and nonverbal communication. Linda Clemens, it's been a long time, but I am so happy you took time to be on Deborah's Healing Kitchen today. How are you? Deborah, my friend, I am wonderful, and thank you for the wonderful introduction. Thank you for inviting me to Deborah's Healing Kitchen. You know, your excitement adds to your immunity, and that's why you stay healthy. You look fabulous. So just keep that joy and that excitement. And, again, the fact that you asked me to be a part of this, I'm, I'm honored, and thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, you are so welcome, and I just have to let the listeners know a little bit about how we connected, <clears throat> if you don't mind, and uh, I'll That's make fine. a brief um, uh, uh, introduction to how we connected. But anyway, I was starting my new venture as a wellness advocate and putting together this fabulous event where I wanted people to come out and hear about what they need to know about their health and empower them and I was I was so excited and I really need to make sure people came out well I met Linda and we were um, at uh, the power networking conference and met Linda after we both finished speaking and I told her what I wanted to do what I needed to do she said okay we're going to meet for 30 minutes meet me at this time we're going to go over exactly what you need to do Anyway, Linda and I met, I did exactly what she said, and I was able to have over 1,500 people to come to my event because of her strategy. So Linda is a strategist. She can help you come up with a strategy to take whatever you're doing to a whole nother level. So that was the beginning of us really getting to know each other. And here we are now, and this, that was quite a while ago, Linda. We won't even talk about how long ago. <laughs> Linda, I just want you to give the listeners a little summary of how you became 
this expert in body language and sales, if you could just give us a summary, then I have some questions I want to ask you. Absolutely. And so just to add to that wonderful recovery of how we met, uh, just so the audience would know, I walked up to Deborah and to introduce myself, and I met her years and years ago, her and her wonderful husband, Pastor Haynes. But I walked up to her, and, and of course, they have so many people around them, she would have remembered me a hundred years ago, I walked up to her and said, you have a special anointing on you and what you're doing. Do you remember that, Deborah? I said, you have a special anointing. And then you looked at me, and then I said, I want to help you. Because when she was doing her presentation with such commitment and conviction, I thought, man, this is not something that is exterior. It's something that's in her. She's living this testimony of what she does with food and teaching and preaching and reaching folks. And I said, I want to help this sister take this to the next level and reach as many people as possible. So I just walked up to, walked up to her. And I'm saying that because it's so important uh, to my brothers and sisters that are out there listening. When you see people that are possessed with their gifts and want to utilize their gifts, you, are, you will be blessed when you help those individuals get their gifts out to the world because it's to make a difference. So yeah. in traveling around the world as a sales, there's two areas of expertise, a sales expert and a nonverbal communication expert. And I'm telling you right now, in this day and age, you and I both know nothing moves in this e-commerce or this economy unless something is sold. Someone is either selling something, someone's buying something that moves the economy Look what happens when nothing is sold. So my my area of expertise as a sales expert is helping people be able to communicate in a way that add value to each other's life. If you have a product or services or something of of, of value that you make it available to another person, but be able to show that value, that's where the sales expertise comes in at. And then many of my clients bring me in for that aspect because many organizations are hurting. There's many people of color. There are many people, period, who are uncomfortable with sales, and they have to shift their paradigm. Now, the body language part of it. I've been a nonverbal communications expert. Gosh, they're going to look me up. Deborah, they're going to look me up and think, oh, my God, look at that young thing. She's only 21, and then I'm going to reveal how long I've been doing this for well over 30 years. And what it is, what I do is what every one of you who are listening you possess it already. You possess it. So what, basically, what we all share around the world, and Paul Ekman did it in a study called the seven emotions. We share that no matter who you are around the world, even someone who is sight impaired or hearing impaired, they, you know, if they eat something that tastes bad, they make the frown on their face or right. something startles them, startles them, they're afraid. So what it is, we all share that. What I've done over the last three decades is taking the time to focus, to train, to study. I'm trained in analytical interviewing, which is a, a, a I, I believe, a proper word for interrogation, if you will. But what, what I've done is taken the time to be 100% present, Deborah, 100% present in another person's presence. So to the audience out there, this is very critical. Listen to me very carefully. How many of you, and right now, of course, we're in a different time in a different environment, that you have a child, a young person that would come home from school 
Take the backpack, take it off, go to the refrigerator, go to the computer game, go turn on the TV or whatever that may be. They would have a routine. In body language, we call that a baseline. So you know the baseline. Mm-hmm. What would happen, Deborah, if the child or the student comes home one day and goes straight to the room and shuts the door? Then you know automatically, uh-oh, what's up? You know when the, your, your husband, your spouse, your significant other is out of their baseline. When they come home from work, what's wrong? What's the matter from their face? So what I did, I took 30 years of, 30 plus years of mastery to just to be 100% present in another person's presence. It's the same mm-hmm. thing that you all know when something is not right with a, a friend, a loved one, the expression on their face. We've got 43 muscles in our face. We use about 37 of them to make about 26 to 27 different expressions. So, but I take out the time to study that because I'm 100% present. Now, here's what takes place. The reason why this is so critical, and here's a slide for you all out there. High tech, yes, it put a man on the moon. High tech is allowing us to do this interview. High tech is allowing you to utilize Facebook, and it's helping in, 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 in revealing crimes and racism and things. High tech is great, but it will never, ever, ever replace high touch. Until a robot is able to nurture a brand new baby, it will never ever replace it. So guess what we're doing? Our children, Deborah, are having eye, 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 eye neck, eye neck, because their necks are bent down constantly and they're tweeting and they're on the phones. Do you know that your head weighs the same amount of pounds as a bowling ball? So you can imagine they're going to have troubles with their spine. So when I am talking to you, when I'm in your presence, in your physical presence, instead of tweeting, instead of being on the phone, I am in your presence and I'm aware. And that's where you see the magic. And so what I did was took three decades and, and, and that helped me in addition to the, the education and the training of it, if you will. I studied the brain to figure out how we all operate and how we think. And so, and I, and I mastered different questions to get reaction. So that was my path. So you see all these television shows from the show that used to be in the era, um, Lie to Me, and there's a show that the millennials love called Psych, and there's a show based on Dr. Phil's life on when he worked in the criminal system, justice system called Bull, and basically it's all analyzing and reading nonverbals and how we behave, but we've got it naturally. We have it naturally. We just chose not to uh, build up on it. So you've got it. you just got to build up on it and then understand and study and learn. And I can recommend all kinds of books that can help you. But the key is is studying and learning and and practicing it. And that's what I, I have a tendency to master. Now, what makes me different? from other nonverbal communication experts out there. You and I both know, Deborah, and, and you're not saying it because you're biased, because you're, you and I are good friends and we're sisters, but here's the thing. You can Google every body language out, uh, expert out there in the world. You can Google them. Thousands have probably come up, if not hundreds. You can find all kinds of books out there. The right. thing that makes me different, and for those of you that are out there listening, if you're in business, you're an entrepreneur, if you are a professional, you're in a career, if you are a student, if whatever it is, you always want to have that thing that makes you different from your competitor. The thing that makes me different that you have experienced, Deborah, my sister, is that the person does not have to be moving. In body language, we need movement to read the language. Most body mm-hmm. language experts need movement to read the language. Oh, he, she covered her mouth. Oh, he, she pulled her ear oh he rubbed his eye oh he turned away so now Mm -hmm. you're reading something based on something that happens i do that 
in addition to that, I can do a still read, which most of them cannot do unless they're looking at your face. And a still read is you don't have to be moving. A friend of mine said, girlfriend, you can read the dead if they haven't been disfigured. And I said to them, (laughs) you're exactly right. So that's the long version of it. Hopefully in the time that we have, that's the long version. Hopefully it answered your question. Oh, no, it it did, and I just wanted to ask you one question, and then I I would like to move on to something else that I think is important as well. But, Linda, well, two things. One is I think that is really insightful how you say we all have it, but you chose to really focus and learn and study and develop that part of your brain for you to do what you do. But at the same time, Do you think that you were born with a little extra something to really push that forward? Do you think that was also part of how the Lord sent you here? So I believe that every gift, every talent that we have is given to us from the Lord because the Bible says that your talents would make room for you. So the Mm -hmm. thing that I... I know that I think is part of my gift from from our Savior is this, is the gift of a high level of empathy. So growing up, Deborah, that's strange to ask the question, growing up, if you would fall and scratch yourself, if you would fall and cut yourself, I would feel the pain. (laughs) I'm crying with you as if I'm feeling it. So I had a high level of empathy. You know, Mm -hmm. people lots of times because of my personality, and if it's coming across in the air, it's very strong. It's very strong, but I have a high level of empathy and sensitivity. So I can look at someone. So if a speaker is on the stage and the speaker said something that might, you know, that might have translated different through the auditory to someone that's listening or through someone who's kinesthetic and they're feeling with their, uh, based on their emotions. I can scan the room and then I can mm. go up to that person and I can say, hey, Mr. Bedford, I noticed that when the speaker mentioned this or Mr. Johnson, when the speaker mentioned this, man, it seemed like it touched you. So because I pick up the feeling that comes across and therefore I'm more present when someone's feeling the hurt or something was said or what have you. Now, on my friends and my relatives, I'm a little tougher. From suck it up. I know what you need to do to be able to take you to the next level. So, right. so but, but, but I, I, I was very sensitive to that even as a youngster. And I think that is the thing that God has given me. And we all have the, the hope. Well, not everyone, you know, and I'm not going to get political here because not everyone exercise empathy, but right. however, we, it, it, it's, it's built in us. And when you're able to do that, now understand, think about this, Deborah. Now you can see how it took my sales career to another level because right. I was able to put myself in the customer's shoes. And that's, and that's the high level right. of empathy. And that's key, Deborah. That's yes. key. And going back to you, Miss Deborah, when, by the way, when Deborah talked about the strategy that I gave her, I must say, Deborah was an A student. She was, well, she's an A Yay. student. She was obedient because everyone that I give strategy to, you can give them the answer. You can show them the benefit. They don't always see it because in their mind, they have in their mind, well, I'm going to do it this way, even though it's not their area of expertise. So I want to acknowledge you on that of being a good student. Well, thank you so much. I, you know, I try to stay at the top of your list, and it's hard work. <laughs> <laughs> Never don't say that. Never no, don't say that. No. I, think, I think as friends, as sisters, you know, it should be iron sharpens iron. You know, we have to help each other go to another level, and sometimes that takes a challenge 
So, you know, I welcome it. And I think if, if, someone, if you ask someone a question, if you don't want to know the answer, then don't ask them the question. So I did ask you the question. You gave me the answer, and I'm, I'm very, very grateful. So, Linda, moving on, I wanted to ask you this. In light of COVID-19 and all that's happening, and, you know, our, our schedules have been drastically changed. I just want you to say a little bit about how you're able to maintain your health. Now, I know you have regimens when you're on the road, and hopefully one day we'll be able to get back to some of that, hopefully not like we were doing, because I think we were moving around a little bit too much, and God has gotten our attention. But if you could share with our listeners how, you were able to, how you're able to maintain your health with your extensive schedule. Well, first of all, thank you for that question, Deborah. But so many things that um, that our families have a history of, from diabetes, high cholesterol, and pretty much that happens in the black community, uh, be it cancer or, or, you know, blood pressure, whatever that is. So being aware, knowing the history of your family, and knowing that your body, 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20, know ye that your body is a temple of God, you were bought for and paid for with the price. So the house that we are living in, is not our own. <laughs> we, we are, we're, we're technically renting it for the time here on earth. And to be a gracious guest, when someone allows you in their house, you want to take care of it. I would not come to your house and disrespect it. I would not right. come to your house and do anything that would dishonor my host. So why would I do that? So one of the things I'm a, my, my brother teases me because he says, says I'm a recovering, and I'm a recovering dermophobia. So just <laughs> like the model uh, Naomi Campbell had mentioned she was always wearing the mask so through my years of constantly traveling I always wore the mask I always wore my protected gloves by the way for those that are out listening when, we're, when those of you are uh, uh, courage enough to travel again I miss traveling by the way when you're courage enough to travel again I always always got the window seat I got the window seat so that nothing else was beside me but the window I would always have a silk scarf covering my face so I did these things I, I, I exercise I drink I don't drink sodas or, right. or things that, that are either, or, you know, things that have fructose and things like that in it. I don't, I don't, I don't put anything in my body. Uh, I, I don't put it on my face that I wouldn't be able to eat. But one right. of the things that a friend called me up the other day, she says, you know what? She said, something just hit me. She said, I'm a clear blue sky. She called me up. She says, something just hit me. I've known you for over 10 years. She says, I know you speak a lot, and sometimes you get a little hoarse, and your speech coach tells you to, you know, the rest of your vocal cords, just like with any singer. She said, because you talk, you know, yeah, I do talk a lot. She said, but there's one thing that I noticed. She said, over the 10 years that I've uh, known you, I've never heard you, I've never seen or heard you have a cold or the flu. Now, listen mm -hmm. to your audience. It's not that I don't get them. I use my neti pot. There's things right. that I do. I, I eat a lot of garlic. I create broth. I go on fast. And by the way, you, if you are diabetic and things of that sort, before you go on any kind of fast, and you know that, you must, of course, check with your doctor. But right. I go on fast where I allow the body to heal. We are the only beings that do not fast. Every animal right. in the animal kingdom, when that animal gets sick, it fasts so that mm. the body can rebirth and heal itself. When you go to bed at night, many of us eat things late at night. And so imagine this, imagine that you just cleaned your whole house up 
and that someone comes in and dumps junk and garbage in your physical house and says, Deborah, okay, get up and clean it, even though you're about to lie down and go to bed. This is what we do when we do to our bodies when we're eating after 7 or 8 o'clock. So I I try to remain disciplined in that because so that I can honor my body. I do liver flushes. I, I do detoxes. I do colonics. So I do things to take care of my temple. So when people look at me, they don't get, they can't guess my age or they're shocked by my age because of the energy that I have in person and when I'm on stage and when I'm off stage because mm-hmm. I put premium fuel in my body. So the, if the three things that I can give to everyone, if they're going to say, well, I'm, yeah, I know somebody that's probably thinking right now, I know she ain't going to tell me that I can't have my pork chop tonight because I'm about to pick pork chops and gravy for Leroy, okay? You can you can pick, fix your pork chops and gravy for you for Leroy if you want. But I'm about to tell you that if you want to take care of your temple and live longer, and those of you know that certain items that you eat that are flesh takes anywhere from two to three days to leave the system, and if you are eating it on top of it, on top of it, on top of it, on top of it, when does the body get a break? But if right. there's three things that you can stop doing, three things, write this down. If you can eliminate the next 30 days, just try it. Just try it, y'all. Just try it. You know, uh-huh. just try it. If you can eliminate white sugar. Right. White flour. Right. White salt and salt. If you could just eliminate that, eliminate that for the next 30 days. First of all, you're going to be shocked. You're going to say, oh, my gosh, my pants are loose. My skirt is loose. You're going to notice that you're losing weight, and you're thinking, oh, my gosh. Now, when I say white, now, now, look, (laughs) you know, if I say just get rid of everything white in your house, for those of you, just be cool. If you're you're in an interracial relationship, don't go go crazy, okay? (laughs) You know, so we we could do a history on that. But anyway, that's another story. Okay, we're not going to do that. I'm trying to be nice so I can be invited back again. But if you can eliminate everything white, if you think, just think about it. So Linda says everything white. Okay, white sugar, white flour, white salt. Okay. The other white. What is white? What is white? Dairy. Oh, my gosh. I know you wanted to have ice cream and a treat. By the way, singers, professional singers, they won't eat ice cream and they won't eat dairy because it's mucus forming. And so if you're asthmatic and have any kind of respiratory problems, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, please, with COVID, you don't want anything that's going to impair your your, your lungs. Please keep that in mind. So notice that dairy products are mucus forming. That's all I'm saying. Mucus forming. And see, Think about this. Didn't God equip us accordingly? You know, a woman was, is equipped that when she gives childbirth, her body isn't how miraculous. Her body is set up to be able to produce milk so right. she can feed the child. Well, right. wouldn't it make sense that a cow do, right. it was designed to give milk to its baby calf? Not right. to you, boo. Right. Not to exactly. you, boo. Exactly. <laughs> so if they could just start with that, and that's the thing, you'll start feeling energy. If you are up to it, if you are able to do a fast, start with an alternate fast. An alternate fast is that you eat your meal, a healthy meal, you know, whether either a Mediterranean style, be it or vegetarian style, or vegan. You don't want to jump into something until you get your body acclimated to it because it has to be introduced to that because when you begin to detox, then it's like uh, someone who's addicted, and sugar right. has the same addiction as cocaine does. So just right. be aware of that. But you need a nice, healthy meal, 
You know, get a clean protein, you know, sockeye salmon, wild salmon, if you want to do that, if you, if, you, if you can do that, and then the next day, do a fast. You can do a half-day fast, an intermittent fast. So if you didn't eat, you stopped eating, let's say, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, then you don't eat again to 3 o'clock the next day. So that gives the body time. You can gradually. I do 40-day fast once a year. Everyone can't do that, but that took years and years to build up to that, mm-hmm. right. to build up to that. Well, that well, that's good. That's really good, solid information. I, I, I'm praying our listeners are taking note and also considering some of your suggestions. And um, I think it's really beautiful when you shared your story about, I mean, I think you've always been a passionate person about life, but when you had your health crisis, you could just share with us a little bit how that really just kind of shifted (laughs) into overdrive. Well, here's the thing. I've always been... Uh, the radio, I was a, a bit of radio personality and TV personality for about 15 years. Got that <laughs> behind me that I did that, right? So it was on June the 4th, 1996. I was scheduled. I was on the air, got off the air. I had to speak for a huge So I was scheduled for oh, outpatient Linda, surgery. You said you had that, to speak for a huge, what was the word? A, a, a huge, a huge the next day. Uh, it was well over a, a thousand people to be in the audience. I was their keynote speaker. And But in the meantime, I had just got off on June the, June the 4th, 1996, I had just got off the air um, uh, as a radio personality, signed off, off the air, and I was scheduled for outpatient surgery that day, mm-hmm. that day. And then what happened for that day now, and then what happened, I went into the hospital. And by the way, we all know better now. Who, me, superwoman, thinking I'm going to drive myself out, and once I come out of right. anesthesia and I'll go home. You don't ever go to the hospital without someone going with you, all right? Exactly. But nevertheless, nevertheless, I go in, and I think it was Mother Teresa that said, the best way to make God laugh is to make plans. Right. And so the anesthesiologist, or at, but just put it that time, I got, had an overdose of drugs, overdose of the anesthesia, an overdose of anesthesia. So they gave me the amount of anesthesia that you would probably give a 200-pound uh, or 200-pound man. See, what wow. most, most people don't realize in the medical system, uh, your weight, your culture, your religion, your eating habits has a lot to do with what, how much anesthesia really you should have. It's right. not all for everything. But nevertheless, I was in a coma for seven days, heart stopped for about 60 seconds. You know, um, family was preparing for the worst. Church was preparing for the worst. But I know there's something bigger and greater than me that said not yet. But one of the things that my doctor told my family, it was because of my lifestyle that gave me the chance because mm. of my eating and my health that gave me the chance because right. they couldn't find anything else in my system, didn't smoke, didn't drink, do anything else. So because it was in a purity state that it took all that anesthesia and I just didn't wake up. And I got right. another story to tell about that because that journey for me was peaceful, believe it or not. But nevertheless, that that, that experience and my, my mom and my family and my friends said that when I came out of the coma, 
when I came out of the coma, I was um, quoting statistics. I came out of the coma saying this. Over 100,000 people that go into the hospital or go in with one illness, come out with other illnesses. Over that, I was giving data because <laughs> I've always researched. So that was the thing that was left. It was probably left into my neocortex. It was probably right. locked into my mind. So, right. but they told my, my doctor told the family because of me being healthy. Mm. Why is that critical? Oh that my gosh. Right. That's critical, Deborah, because if right. you're overweight now, can right. you imagine if you're overweight and you're carrying that pre corona, right. <laughs> pre corona, and you're right. carrying that weight, the heart and the lungs and everything else is working overtime just to have you survive every day? Can you imagine when your uh, uh, lungs are impaired and now you can't breathe? Right. So you want to. So this is the time you ought to get yourself together and not just comfort eat food and, and lay back, woe me, and just eat any and everything under the sun. This is right. for you to go in and come out, come out exactly. of the cave strong. Exactly. Yeah, that is a very good point. And I've talked to a lot of people said they put on weight, and forth to the refrigerator. Thank God I've actually lost the people that I wanted to lose. So I think you're right. We have to really reassess our health because it's more critical than ever. So thank you for really highlighting. And, you know, I, I, I know we only have a few more minutes to wrap up, but I think this is really critical as well. And this is for everyone, but specifically for our sisters in business. Linda, share with us how you have been able to shift your mindset since you're not jumping on the plane, going to clients, but you have been able to shift your business to handle it within the confines of your home through Zoom and other, you know, technology and still keep in contact and help your clients. So talk about about that mindset to shift. So many people are suffering now, and I think it has a lot to do with we are not able to always shift into, okay, I can do this even though I can't do that. Well, here's the reason why you can't shift, because what happens, the people are having challenges. When everything came out about COVID-19, the brain automatically went into panic, because that's mm. what we going into our survival mode. People are panicking. And when you are panicking, you're in the part of the brain called the amygdala. But I'm going to give you an easy word for those out there listening to remember, called the reptilian part of the brain. There's a reason why reptiles don't make good pets, because they're scared all the time, okay? <laughs> so when you're in your reptilian Feeling in part of the brain, now your brain is being hijacked. Your adrenaline and cortisol, all that's going up. Here's what happens, y'all. When you're in the reptilian part of the brain and you're living in panic, guess what? Your immune system also decreases. So now right. you're susceptible for the enemy to attack. So when, you, so when you're in the mode of panic and you realize you look around and says, I could take control of this, someone bigger than me that has control, then you're able to breathe breathe again, and then you go into pause. Because how many times have you been in a house? Think about this, everyone. You've been in a house and you hear a noise, and guess what we do? We freeze, don't we? We freeze. What is right. that? What is right. that? What is that noise? And then you hear something, and somebody's trying to talk to you. So, shh, 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 wait a minute. And then, of course, you, you pause because you've got to think about what you have to do. So you go from panic to pause to wow. preparation to mm-hmm. preparation. You got to begin to prepare, prepare what your next move is. Then you got to be able to pray on it. <laughs> so right. you've got the plan, but you've got to pray on it to get the, get the master to seal the deal. And that's what you do. You pivot. Right. Then you pivot. 
and that's so so you move from panic to pause okay, let me think straight let me think straight let me think straight to preparation i got to prepare to get out of this so that you're thinking critically and strategically and analytically you're mm-hmm. thinking carefully and then you go into prayer because guess what you want him to anoint this to seal this to bless this and then right. go ahead and pivot boo and so right. what i was able to do a lot of my clients had paid me last year for this year's conferences so with a large conference of 500 or more 2000 people they had no other choice but to pivot. So what they did, they pivot into virtual realm. Now, guess what took place? A lot of the people who now have to be virtual speakers, they're like in a panic mode. The reason why I'm in panic mode, because just like many speakers and on some preachers, see, some preachers know how to broadcast. Others don't. Right. And, 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 and so they're used to the talk back. Well, with 15 years in radio and TV, I was talking to the air anyway. So right, guys, right. who knew that, that who knew that? Uh, yeah, but who knew that that was preparing me for this time? Who knew that having my own little radio show when I was little and talking to my Barbie dolls or looking in the mirror and using my brush as a microphone prepared me for this time? So I was able to, boom, Deborah, to pivot. So I was able to get all the tools that I need to make my make the audience feel like, oh, my gosh, it feels like we're in the room with her because that's the show business part of it because it's not wow. about you. Now it's one to many as yes. opposed to many being to one. So many right. of you are doing ver- uh, Zoom presentations. You're doing Zoom meetings. It's about creating the ambiance and the atmosphere so that the, it gets people out of that reptilian part of the brain so that they're relaxed because the attention span is, is, is shorter on, on, uh, on, on the virtual world. So, wow. so I knew how, and then what I was able to do, then I, a friend of mine did a, Black Enterprise did an article on me about the seven tips on how to Zoom, how to Zoom properly and how to utilize your body language. And then I thought, wait a minute, my, my clients are bringing me in to speak and train. What other area can I add value to them? And right. I would say, let me, let me share how I can give tips to your, your employees, how they can make it through this, uh, this new culture, this environment. So I'm always thinking about how I I can add value to the greatest needs that we're dealing with right now. Food, clothing, shelter, you know, financial security. So if your message hits any of those areas and our health and it hits any of those areas, now you've got the people's ears. So if you were known as a caterer and you had weddings that canceled, Deborah, so you think about, oh, well, me, all my money's tied up in this food. No, it ain't, baby. You can put together a thing and deliver gourmet soul on Sundays. Right, right. Come on now. Right. But you can't you can't you can't think of any of that if you're in the reptilian part of your brain. Right, right. Come on. That's, I mean, listen, you're preaching because that's <laughs> so true about the whole panic mode and how your immune system shuts down. You can't think. But what you said is so profound about how we have to prepare and then pray on it. And so I think this is just so critical for the listeners and I know there's someone out there that really needs to hear this word and it's helping me you know you always help me and I'm always taking notes when you when you're talking I'm taking notes so that is so helpful thank you so much for sharing that and uh, I know you are even busier now than you have been in the past so absolutely absolutely working you are working on it constantly and I think that is just great that you're a great example of what you've been, you know, sharing with other people. So, Linda, are you taking on any new coaching clients or personal clients? Or what are you doing about that? I know you do that every now and then. 
Right. I'm not taking on any new ones right now because I'm I'm trying to take care of my current clients and I have a group of mentees that I work with, women entrepreneurs that I work with. They used to travel with me and I coach them and support them. But however, what I will be doing, I will be doing groups, uh, seminars and webinars and Zoom presentations on different subjects so that those that are out there listening and they want to get back on their path of purpose, you know, they can do that. And if you don't mind, Deborah, if I can just give my website because all my information, my LinkedIn and Facebook and all of that. And I work really well if you email me because I like to you know, could connect with you that way. But it's my, my name is Linda, L-I-N-D-A, Clemens, C as in Charlie, L-E-M-O-N-S.com. LindaClemens.com is Lind- like the word lemons. And by the way, lemons are good for you in the morning. Squeeze them in your juice. Helps with your right. detox. Oh, I forgot. Okay. Right. It's like lemons with a C, LindaClemens.com. So just reach out and say you heard it on, on, on Deborah shows. Just just reach out, and if you got something out of it, we'd love to hear that. Even if you've got one or two or three things that can make a difference, we'd love to hear it. Well, I think you have shared a book of knowledge, and I would be shocked if someone says, oh, no, I didn't get anything out of it. So, Linda, what you have shared um, has been just a blessing to me and I'm sure to others that are listening right now. And so I am praying that God will continue to bless you as you bless so many other people and you've invested in so many other people. And I know God is giving that back to you. And I think if we are going to do our best in this environment, we've got to invest in people and God will take care of us because we are investing in his people. So thank you so much, Linda Clemens. You are just fabulous. I'm so glad we're friends and God hooked us up. And I hope you will come back again. And to all our listeners, thank you for tuning in to Deborah's Healing Kitchen. And please go to my website, www.debrapeakhaines.com. And I have a wonderful membership for all of you that want to be part of my community. I get recipes, videos, a lot of information that's not always readily available. So please. Go to my website, find out about some things that I am doing to hopefully help you become healthier and help your family become healthier. Thank you again for listening to Deborah's Healing Kitchen. Look forward to our next time together. Thank you, Linda Clinton. Thank you, Deborah. 100 years ago, it was not conceivable that we could control all forms of matter with our thoughts. Hi, I'm Dr. Jewel, and I know that sounds incredible, and together we can explore this and many more incredible scientific realities through my latest book, Straight from the Heart. It's an exciting outpouring of information that you will read and explore over and over again. Get your paperback or ebook copy of Straight from the Heart today at www.thejewelnetwork.net. here each Tuesday at 5 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on the Jewel Network, hosted by thejewelnetwork.com, e4medicine.com, and deborahshealingkitchen.com. 
for our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website at www.thejewelnetwork.com. For our complete broadcast schedule, additional information, and to purchase products, please visit our website at www.thejewelnetwork.com. If you'd like to contact Miss Deborah, please send your email to Deborah P. Kane at juis.education. Follow us on Facebook at Deborah's Healing Kitchen. Thank you. This broadcast is under full copyright and trademark protection owned by the House of Jewels. This broadcast in its entirety nor any part of this broadcast can be reproduced, copied, transcribed, placed in podcast format, placed into MP3 format, or suspended on any internet digital location without express permission from the House of Jewels, Washington State, USA. To reproduce or suspend this broadcast in any digital location other than the Jewel Network is prohibited and legal proceedings will follow accordingly. Thank you for listening.